Welcome, everybody, to the show. Thank you to everyone who's been listening on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, everywhere you can listen to a podcast. Shout-outs to you. Everyone who's been following and subscribing on the YouTube channel, thank you as well. Today, we're talking about The Batman, directed by Matt Reeves, starring Robert Pattinson, Zoe Kravitz, Paul Dano as the Riddler, Colin Farrell as the Penguin, Jeffrey Wright as James Gordon, <laughs> Andy Serkis as Alfred Pennyworth, and John Turturro as... There are so many names in this movie. It's incredible. It's an any wonder that it actually slapped. All right. So for those who are wondering if the movie is good or not, Robert Pattinson coming on as a new Batman, it feeling more like a noir film. Like, you know, there was a whole fiasco with... Uh, WB and DC wanting to get Ben Affleck to write and direct for a Batman movie, but that all went to crap when WB couldn't keep their fingers out of the cookie jar and kind of kept stepping on Ben Affleck's toes. So fast forward to Matt Reeves doing the Batman. Matt Reeves being the same director who did the Planet of the Apes movies and Cloverfield movies. So this guy has some uh, seasoned movies that did very well underneath his, uh, underneath his belt there. I enjoyed this movie. I liked it a lot, and here's why. For years, I've been asking for Detective Batman, okay? It's not like I don't like action punches. You know, I love watching boxing, UFC. I like big action movies and stuff like that. But Batman is not just about the punchy punchy, right? He is the world's smartest detective. And when he came out in Detective Comics, that's who he was. And this returns him to Form. This is more of a noir movie, Batman being a detective. He does kick ass in this movie, so don't get you wrong. There's some there's some you know good fight scenes where he beats down some thugs, he goes after some people, a good car chase scene, but the crux of this whole thing is Batman is in Gotham City, and there is a villain, a new villain he's never heard before, um, called the Riddler, who also kind of seems like Hush. I think it's an amalgamation of like uh, like Hush and the Riddler, right? So this is Batman in year two of being the Batman. He's still relatively new. He's still relatively green. He hits harder. He doesn't pull his punches. <laughs> Does not pull his punches, man. It's it, it's absolutely incredible how he beats the crap out of anyone he comes across because he's still new about being Batman. So he goes zero to 100 at every chance he can get. But the best part about this movie, The Batman, is his detective work, him looking into the riddles the Riddler is leaving behind, the sheer ferocity of the Riddler too. The Riddler is like a psycho. You know how he watched like documentaries on like HBO or Netflix about like serial killers and psychopaths and stuff like that? Think about the most interesting ones that you've watched about different killers and different psychos and put that into the Riddler. And that's who the Riddler is in this movie. He's this like this psycho who's working behind the scenes, leaving, leaving clues for Gotham City Police and, more importantly, the Batman. And he does certain things to certain people because he has an agenda. He's also that kind of psychopath, too. But I think the best documentaries and the best pieces you've seen on killers, on psychopaths, I think they've really studied those people to make this character because he's very compelling and very disturbing in this movie and i love the paul dano gets typecast as these like quote weird characters right these like disturbing individuals that are kind of a bit off if you know what i mean but he's so good at doing it um robert pattinson i think did a good job as batman at first it was some getting used to because you're used to seeing you know from the zack snyderverse how like swollen big like ben affleck was like ben affleck got like huge ben affleck is just like <laughs> i love that scene 
in Batman vs Superman were uh, the only redeemable part of Batman vs Superman. He does like the Arkham games, like beat him up in a warehouse type thing, and he's putting guys through walls, through floors, just like one arm, like suplexing dudes, just absolutely destroying <laughs> thugs. You know what I mean? Um, but in this version, Pattinson is smaller. You know, it's kind of forgivable because this is year two of him being Batman. So he's not been Batman for like a decade, right? So he's got time to get there. So he's kind of leaner. He has a different look to him, a different like swagger to him. But one thing that I love that they do in this movie, they kind of did it with the Mandalorian where wherever, whenever he walks, there's a weight to him, right? Like you hear it in the creaking of the boards. You hear it in the flexing of like the suit and the leather that he's wearing, right? If there's rain on him, like you like you like see the drops like falling off and you hear it like crash as if he's just like this gargantuan guy and a droplet of rain coming off of him just like crashes down as if, you know, dropping something from the Empire State Building. Every time he walks, he's just like doom, doom, doom. Do and then like he like turns around and he's just like it's like oh damn they make him seem like a threat the way they made Batman seem in this movie Matt Reeves is such a good job right all the villains are scared of him everyone thinks he's in every single shadow in Gotham City he really has a fear of people and then when you finally see him when he's going up against some thugs and he beats the crap out of one you see it in the trailer the rest of them are just like holy crap who is this guy what the what is this like he really is a freak there is a guy here in our city dressed up like a big old bat beating people up and god damn he can fight boy <laughs> that's one thing too when people come up to him they're like oh man you really are you're real and you are a freak what the hell but then he could fight boy he could fight boy that's the thing it's, it's one thing if like People were like, oh, God, you scared me. Oh, it's the Batman guy. Man, whatever. I'm going to finish mugging this guy. Like, this, this guy's a clown. And he beats the crap out of you. And you see that he has moves. He has punches. He has dips. He has dodges. You know, he can counter you. It's like, holy crap, this man can fight. I heard he was a freak. I heard he was a psycho. He is dressed up as a big bat. And he's got moves, boy. <laughs> like, that is something to be feared. Holy crap. He is vengeance. He is a knight. And it's nuts, man. Yo, shout outs to the trainer for Pattinson. Each punch. You felt the weight. You heard the weight. Uh, every time he moved, you felt like the ground. Just like if he's walking into a room, you hear the wooden boards just creak below him because he's like a presence. He is Batman. Uh, it, man, as, as a Batman fan, I, I really enjoyed the movie. Yeah, Paul Dano is a great actor in everything he's in. I loved him in uh, There Will Be Blood, you know, and in many other things. But he's so great at playing these kind of off beat characters and I wonder who I would love to interview and talk I wonder who he studied because he's playing this like this killer role like the Riddler was like a, like a goofy character back in the day it's like oh you know like let me run around this like tight green costume and famously I enjoyed it you know Jim Carrey as a Riddler and and what was it Batman Forever Batman and Robin uh it's been a long time but uh in this one he is a serious psycho he is something to be studied. He is feared in Gotham for what he's doing and Batman being called upon by Commissioner, by James Gordon to help take him down. He's like, yo. And all the cops are like, yo, this Batman guy is a vigilante. What are you doing? He's like, he's with me. We, we got it. We got to help him out. We, we, we got to use him to help us out. And then you have Zoe Kravitz on the side there as Selena Kyle as Catwoman. Great cast for Catwoman. Everyone here felt like a real person that you can latch on to, you know, right? Because you watch movies like, you know, no smoke on the Avengers, Marvel movies, but they're they're like caricatures, right? They're not like 
in certain aspects, they're not like real people. I mean, there are movies like, you know, like Civil War, Captain America Civil War, which I really like, where, you know, there are moments where they feel like real people. But here, Gotham felt real. The characters felt real. It's more or less about you watching like a superhero movie or more of watching a crime drama. And if you like crime dramas, you'll like this. I think people who don't even like superhero stuff will be interested in watching Matt Reeves' The Batman with Robert Pattinson because it's, it's a crime drama. It's less on Batman and more of that. And for the most part, there's more Batman in here than Bruce Wayne, which I personally liked. You know, he's he's very stoic. He's very calculated, right? He's not just like doing a voice all over the place. <laughs> he's not he's not do, he's not doing a voice, which is another plus of this movie, right? He's kind of doing like a soft like somewhere like you're a good cop, Gordon don't change that like like the kind of thing you know um and as bruce wayne he doesn't care about being bruce wayne and that's one thing i was talking about earlier uh on her stream where i really like batman growing up as a kid right i love batman the animated series and batman to me is really interesting because batman is who he is right bruce wayne is the costume batman is batman the guy the psycho in the suit that beats up people at night, that's who he is. This guy who's so traumatized from what he went through as a kid with his parents dying and stuff like that in the bats. Like, that's who he is. Bruce Wayne is the costume. Bruce Wayne is who he pretends to be. And I love that. It's such a, an interesting dynamic with this guy. And that's what really, like, you know, like, brought me to Batman. Especially that, like, he's a normal guy, but his intelligence is what really drew me to Batman, right? He's able to solve every problem. I mean, think about, like, the animated Justice League uh, uh, series and cartoons. I mean, when I was a kid, I loved those. And in every single instant where Batman was involved, he had a plan for everything. And there was a, uh, a part of the series where the Justice League was kind of under scrutiny and they kind of turned and Batman had a contingency plan for each member of the Justice League and how to take them out. Superman, Wonder Woman, Green Lantern, he had a plan for everybody because he's Batman. And in the end, when everything was, was solved, they kind of, you know, the Justice League was kind of on Batman's bad side. They're like, yo, you had a plan for all of us, but you never had a plan for you. And he's like, I do. It's called the Justice League. <laughs> Bars! <laughs> Bars, son. And shout outs to Colin Farrell. As the penguin, I didn't even know in the trailer at the penguin, the guy who kind of looked like like a Tony Soprano, like a whoa, take it easy, sweetheart. <laughs> in the club scene in the trailer was Colin Farrell in prosthetics to be Oswald Cobblepot, aka the penguin. Colin Farrell absolutely did a banger of a job being the penguin. This version of the penguin, he's like Tony Soprano. He's like you know like a New York Italian gangster. You know what I mean? Like, uh, there's a part of the movie where Batman's looking for him. He's like, hey, you're looking for me? Come here. Come come talk to me real quick. He seemed like a believable uh, threat within the Batman universe. And the whole setting of Gotham here, it's dreary. It's raining. It seems like uh, all the dreary parts of, like, New York, Chicago, Boston, you know, like, like that, whole, that whole thing. Um, the city felt lived in. It felt like it was real. There was always like this like dour thing that was happening here. The city was like, the crime was up. Batman is like questioning if he's even making a difference. And it all comes together in the end. It's such a good movie. So, and just the way this thing is shot, it's shot beautifully. Matt Reeves has an eye. Shout outs to Matt Reeves and his cinematographer because the shots in here, the production value is beautiful. I mean, this could win an award alone on cinematography and the way it's shot. Beautiful. The framing of things, uh, the way things come in and out of focus, like the different tricks you play, it, it's so good. It's not just this like 
superhero-y, you know, punchy, punchy, sky beam, the whip pan over here, fast edits, fast cuts. This movie breathes. There are scenes that breathe where it's just characters talking and development and just pacing. And there were one or two parts where it kind of felt like it's dragging on. This movie is like about almost three hours long. It's two hours and 56 minutes. One or two times, you feel it. One or two times in this movie, you feel that it's long. And it could have been cut down shorter. And sometimes it's because Bam is just doing something really slow. Like he's picking up something. And he's looking at it. <laughs> because he's supposed to have like weight to him. And I think Matt Reeves does that. There's some times where Batman kind of moves slow. So movie itself, The Batman, I would recommend it. It is actually good. <laughs> if you're not into superhero movies, it's still a good crime drama. It's still a good like like psycho documentary. And it's a good piece on, uh, on, on what a person goes through, right? Like you can see that Bruce Wayne, that Batman is disturbed at certain points. He kind of he feels off in a certain way. And he has to find himself. But I really, really enjoyed this movie. And I think it's worth checking out. Like, it's definitely worth supporting going to the theater. If you feel safe enough to go to the theater, I think it's worth the price of admission. You know, I think it's worth full price. Some movies I think are worth like a matinee, you know, where it's cheaper for you to go to the theater. I think it's worth full price. There are some times where it did feel long where it, I'm like, yo, especially me, like I'm, I'm an editor. It's just like, yo, this could have been edit down production wise a little bit. Some things don't need to be this long and drawn out, but I do think it is a solid watch. I think it's really good. I think people will enjoy it. This version of Batman, I think they did right. If you want to see Detective Batman, while there is fighting, there is a dope chase scene with the Batmobile, right? I'm not going to say too much. This is a non-spoiler review. But there is some really good stuff in this movie. And there is uh, an interesting surprise at the end in which uh, it kind of seems like they're going to continue this thing. I think they have to see if this movie does well. If this movie does well, they're going to continue with a surprise at the end that they left this, which... I didn't mind. I'm interested to see what, what people thought about the reveal at the end of the movie. We kind of didn't see too much. It was shot very well to where it was kind of like a cloak and dagger type thing. But we see someone. And there is acting happening. So I'm interested to see what they're going to do with that. If this movie does well, if it does like really, really well in the box office, they're definitely going to greenlight it for another one. But for right now, people have been asking before the movie came out, hey, is there going to be another one? They have to wait and see how it does. I do think it's worth it. I do want to see more of this Batman because he's smart. He's intelligent. He's not just some knucklehead who's just punching through things. He's not, you know, just relying on all of his gadgets. He is more using his mind. And that is the most interesting thing about Batman, him being the world's smartest detective. And that's why a lot of people like flock, including myself, to Batman, because unlike the other heroes who have powers. Bruce Wayne, uh, Batman, is like the apex of what man can become physically and mentally and more so mentally. And here they really showcase that. And I love how diabolical the Riddler is. This is the craziest Riddler I've ever seen. He's not goofy. He's not gimmicky. He's not dumb. He's very smart. The way he carries himself, the way Paul Dano acts 
Yo, Zoe Kravitz did a really good job. She and Robert Pattinson really played off each other very well. You believed them having the chemistry across from each other, right? Whether it was adversarial, whether they're partnering up, it was amazing. And shout outs to her stunt coordinators too, because uh, I don't know if she was doing her own fights, but yo, <laughs> she was kicking ass too. So shout outs to her. But uh, yeah, guys, the Batman, definitely worth it. Full price. Great movie, very well done. Gotham, tight. <laughs> Everything put together, slap. Villains, slap. Everything was great about this movie. Well, that's all the time we got for this episode. Thank you for listening, and make sure to watch our reviews on YouTube and catch our live show on Twitch. we we'll see you guys later, or we'll see you another time.